Welcome to our final Home Talks podcast of the 2020-2021 school year. This is in fact a double episode as we leave you with lingering thoughts, talks, and songs to keep you company throughout the summer. Let's start off with some music, just to shake things up a bit, because we never do that. Right? Right. Getting us into a summer mood is Irving Berlin's How Deep Is The Ocean, performed by Seth Burke, Gabrielle Axe, Rebecca Cicero, Yuval Hammond, and Orin Mizan. We want good music, but we're quarantined.
We have such talented music students, don't we? Okay, so it wasn't actually about summer, but it had ocean in the title, didn't it? Come on, work with me here, people. Alright, now we have an interview with one of our faculty's maintenance longtime staff members, Juan Saste, interviewed by our stages student, Antonio Gerson. Let's listen to a conversation with Juan Saste. T-A-L-K, talk today. T-A-L-K, what do you say? T-A-L-K, talk today. Let's have a conversation. Hello, welcome to SDJA's podcast, Home Talks Interview Series. My name is PK, and I teach the course stages in the upper school, which produces our podcast. Today, we will be having a conversation with Juan Suaste. Welcome, Juan. Thank you. Hello, this is Antonio, and I'm here with Juan. How are you doing today? All right, Juan. All right, Antonio. How are you? Very okay, good. Carl. I'm going to ask a few questions, if you're okay with that. Sure. Okay, what do you do for SDJA? What I do for SDJA, well, I, I do a lot. I do painting, plumbing, driving, check temperature, cut grass. I try to do a lot of stuff right here in San Diego Youth Academy. That's great. Okay, walk me through your average day. Well, this this what I like this job, you know, because I, normally in the mornings I do I need to do a few things to raise the flags and uh, put those few things. But from there, every day is different, you know. Every day is different. You never know when you need to change both lights, uh, change balance in the lights, or fix a restaurant. That's why I like this work because every day is something different, you know. Yeah. Okay. When did you start working at the school? When? When I started working at the school in 1988. I'm working a few years in uh, 1998. I started working in La Jolla. Okay, how is it like having a house on school campus? Well, I'm happy, you know, it's close to work a few minutes and I'm already here. Yeah. What's your opinion on COVID and how has it affected you? Well, too terrible, you know, this affected me and your last July the 24th, I lost one of my brothers in Mexico. So, there's I'm so it. sorry. Well, their life, what can, what can I do, you know, for this, the worst things to buy Kobe. And I know another family is having the same issues. So, yeah. I heard you have a ranch in Mexico. Is it true that you make queso Oaxaca? Uh, actually, I don't make the queso Oaxaca. In my town, some people make the queso, and I sometimes parents from the school say, hey, can you bring me queso? And that's what I did. I got a rancho, and the name, the rancho is El Shalon. To, I like to want to put this name to the rancho because I worked for so long to all the community, the youth community, so I want to put, I decided to put El Shalon Ranch. I got an animal over there, but I mean, I don't make the queso, to be honest. I bring queso from my town, and yes, I got a it's more ranch to cost me like 11 years to do it. 
I almost done. Yes, and do you like to eat the cheese? Yes, of course, I make it beautiful because I use guacamole and salsa roja and babay, mama. Yeah. And what is your favorite food? My favorite food is chile rellenos. Yes. All right, that's it for the questions. Is there anything you'd like to say to the listeners out there? Oh, well, first thing I want to say thanks to all the families for the last 23 years to I get to I working for San Diego Youth Academy to live in, in the San Diego Youth Academy. That's why I worked so long. And I want only I can say thank you so much for all those years to I work in this in this campus. And I'm so happy to work for the uh, to working for the Jewish community. All right. Thank you for joining us today. Sí, señor. Thank you Juan, so much. Everyone we want to thank you for all that you do for SDJA. We are so lucky to have you. Anytime anybody needs anything done, I see you um, working hard all day, every day. And we would just love to have your 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 spirit in in the campus all the time. Thank well, you, Juan. I'm happy to work for you, all you guys, you know. I mean, I try the best I can. I'm not professional. I try always to do the best for everyone. And I try to enjoy my work with you guys also. And that's why I, I'm here so long, you know. I mean, I'm so happy to work for you guys. And I try the best I can, you know. Well, you're a professional to us and your family. Thank you, Juan. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tashi, Thank for so being much. there. Of course. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Everyone for today. Thank you, Juan and Antonio. We have a new segment starting in this episode called Gaming with the Lines, where a roundtable of our students, Spencer Foss, Eliana Pons, Adam Marcus, and Luis Philomovicius, have gathered to discuss gaming. They start out with one called Bed Wars Minecraft. Welcome to our first session of Gaming with the Lions. We're so excited to share a bunch of amazing and incredible games. Today, our segment will be on one of our favorite video games, Bed Wars Minecraft. Bed Wars is a game where you get to use strategic planning, teamwork, and tactical playing skills to play a fun game with your friends, but you can also play it alone. The, the main purpose of the game is to keep your bed safe while you break the other beds and gain better supplies. Don't forget about the generators, which give you iron, gold, diamonds, and emeralds all placed around the map where you can trade them in to get items such as blocks to bridge, to build to other places on the map, and to get upgrades in weapons and armor. The purpose of the game is to, from your base, you get blocks to get to the middle, and then from the middle you get to other people's bases and try to break their bed. From their base, once their bed is broken, you try to eliminate the other team. Yeah, like my favorite part of Pepper's is I would say something called team wiping, where you break your bed and then you get like and you, and then you kill them and get a final kill so they can't respawn and you steal their resources. Steal their resources. Uh, actually, that is fun. Anyways, uh, <laughs> on the contrary to you, my favorite part isn't killing; it's actually expanding my skill and also raging. I love to rage. That's something which I love to do. Mm -hmm, you sure do. Yes. Yes, I do. 
time to talk about slang, slang terms. So, first of all, Luis already explained the team wiping, where you break someone's bed and eliminate the team. Another te a term that Adam accidentally used is bridging, where you go from your base to the middle or from the middle to someone else's base. Um, or like you get from point A to point B. Other slang terms are... Mid, which is short for the, the middle. There's also gen or what, the, what else is it called? I forget. But there's a gen, gen or generator which gives you the items. Oh, uh, we appear to be having a question coming in about its educational possibilities. How can it help in an educational environment and should it be used as class enrichment? So with this game, not everything has to be educational in my opinion. Kids just want to play a game. Just let them chill. Additionally, in Bed Wars, there is a lot of screaming. The only way which it can be educational is through teamwork and communication. That's mainly it. So if you want to hear people screaming and raging, go ahead, use it in an educational purpose. Teaches people how to be competitive, a very... Horrible skill. Yeah. Uh, seems like there's a lot of negative feedback. Uh, we're getting a question from our audience members about uh, are video games uh, not very good for kids? And uh, do you think video games are too violent at times? Uh, only some. Like, it's like uh, video games actually have, like, for example, story mode games, where, like, you have to um, either go here or go there. That can help with making, like, um, choices in real life. On, on the contrary to what Lewis said, um, there, are, there are many possibilities for it to be violent and inappropriate for young kids. But when you look at the different aspects of the game, such as teamwork, being creative, and the aspect of survival, which you have to use all three in Bed Wars, um, it's not that inappropriate. Also, to clarify, Bed Wars is like Minecraft in the sense that everything is blocks. And when we say killing, we basically mean right-clicking your mouse so that your sword swooshes and someone gets knocked back a little bit. It is not frightening or, not or terrifying in any way. Yeah, also it's left-clicking. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. Additionally, there is no blood which appears on screen, so it's not that graphic. Plus, when somebody quote-unquote dies, they just disappear. Which, unless you think about that very much, isn't terrifying. Okay, uh, it seems that's all the time we have this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our review of Bed Wars. Uh, join us next time when we have, uh, take a look at Build battle. Well, that just wore me out. I mean, that was almost like a sport. Oh, I need some ice water. Someone, yes, please. All right, thank you. We have lots more talk coming your way, so let's kick back with another music selection from Mr. Collins' Advanced Students, the same group as before, this time performing Henry Mancini's Days of Wine and Roses. We want good music, but we're quarantined. <laughs>
I guess I'm learning to appreciate the Masters in my old age. Yes, the ripe old age of 18. My senior year, and alas, my last podcast. You know you're going to miss me now, don't you? Now let's hear some random rants. This is a segment made famous by my very own sister, Rebecca Manor. She just hates it when I spotlight her. And of course, that's why I do it. <laughs> Here's Yael Gerowitz, Kayla Scott, Gabrielle Scott, and Hannah Gutman with Pet Peeps. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Random Rants. Today, we're going to be talking about some pet peeves that we all have. So, um, I can definitely say that almost everyone has at least a few pet peeves. Like, am I right? Or... Oh my gosh, yes. You know what bothers me so much? I don't know about anybody else, but what bothers me is a screeching noise like nails on a chalkboard. It gives me like goosebumps and it makes my ears hurt. I know that sounds weird, but it, it like bothers me so much because like a fork scratching on a plate. Oh my gosh, it gives me headaches. That is so true. Uh, we, uh, our sisters, we live in like the same house and when we're putting like our dishes away, maybe a fork will scratch a plate. She will cover her ears until we'll tell her it's not that you can't hear the noise anymore because she that is a huge pet peeve um um i also have a lot of pet peeves like when people um don't make things even it just annoys me so much for some reason like if there's three if there's like six erasers and they put four on one side and two on the other it just makes me annoyed like I want it all to be even, like three on one side, three on the other. Oh my. And that's weird. No, yeah, I know. I'm the same way. It has to be like organized in, in an order and like, correct. You can't divide things evenly. You can't have two and 26. You need 13 and 13. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Okay. So another thing that really bothers me, I guess, it relates to today is when people don't wear their masks in a public place. And you're like at a bunch of people at like the beach, let's say, and you're like walking, they just don't have a mask. And then you're like, you can't ask them to put a mask on because they're going to be talking to your face without a mask on. Because then they'll be like, they'll respond to you, but they're not going to have a mask. But then you want to tell them because you don't want them not to have a mask. And it's like, well, you want to tell them, but you don't want to get COVID from them talking to you without a mask. And that just bothers me a lot. Yeah, exactly. It's so frustrating. I can't deal with any of this COVID anymore. But do you know what the worst is? Let's say you order a package. This is completely off topic, but you order a package and they charge for shipping. You're already paying for the price of shipping. So why do you have to do that? I just don't understand. Okay. Like you're already like having such a big markup and having such a big profit from me. So I'm just not going to buy anything from you anymore. And they think that when it says free shipping, that it's free shipping. No, it's already included in the cost. So it tricks your mind. But no, I'm not falling for it. Um, well, you said talking about like packages and stuff. What I think is so annoying is you get um, uh, pencils, you get pencils, and it comes in this huge, huge, huge box for just a little like mini stack of pencils. It's literally, it's terrible for the environment. Like you're getting huge boxes and then there are these like little like pencils or these little things you need and it's just like, it's unnecessary. Would you like to come to my garage and I can show you some? <laughs> or like when you order two packages because you don't want to go out during COVID and they come on the exact, you order them at the same time, they come on the same day yet in two totally separate boxes. And it's so much cardboard and plastic. And it's just so sad for the environment. Do you want to say something, Yale? 
Well, that just reminded me of a time because you, because you were on like, um, especially during coronavirus, like everyone's like on the internet, on the computers and stuff, but your Wi-Fi may not be working or like, or it's like your computer's it's like glitching or whatever. And it gets so annoying because maybe you're talking and everyone freezes or someone else is talking and you have no idea what they're saying because yeah. everyone just frozen. Just like, you're just frozen. Or now I have another off topic subject. When you say, oh, me and my friend. No, it is not me and my friend. My friend and I, I learned that the hard way in third grade. So let's all have correct grammar and live like. You can go, yeah. Um, going back to the topic about Zoom and glitching and Wi-Fi, it is so annoying because then you have no clue what's going on and you miss out on school. And some teachers don't record their meetings, so you can't go back to them. And you just miss everything. Then you have to stay up and like try and relearn it and ask a bunch of people about what they did in class. Oh my gosh, yeah. Or like when you're in a class with a teacher where half the class is online and half, well, actually more than half is in person. And like a person, teacher asks a question, you hear the question, a person in class answers and you can't hear their answer and they move on. And they're like, that is a brilliant answer. Now, the next question, you don't know what their answer was. And it gets really yeah. annoying because it's like, well, I don't know what it was. Like you have to repeat it for us to hear. And also when the teacher mutes themselves, and then they start talking to the class. Like, even if they're talking about something small, I still want to know what's going on, you know? Yeah, no, totally. I want to talk about text messages and abbreviations that don't need to be abbreviated. For example, instead of saying you, it's so simple. You don't need to do the actual letter U. You can simply spell out Y-O-U. It's not that difficult and it's not cool, my friends, okay? So let's learn how to text. Personally, I think when people are texting, um, and maybe it's me, and I like I totally agree with you, Hannah. But once you get in the habit, or you see people like texting a you, you're gonna type like uh, type a you. And then like when people are writing essays and stuff, they write they don't write y o u, they write just a you. And it's just like it's like funny, but also could be like really annoying. So yeah. Or when you text someone and then they don't text you back. And then you ask them like, two questions and they respond to one question, even though the first question was just like, how are you? And the actual qu second question was what's really, really important. And then if you text them again and then you have to annoy them again. And then you get someone like me talking really fast, which annoys myself because I feel like I'm annoying you. The listener is providing me by you here. Why owe you, Hannah? Definitely why owe you. And well, who wants to, let's wrap it up. So thank you for tuning in. We... Thank you for tuning in to Random Rants. We hope you enjoy a ranting about random topics. Yeah. Ah, Rebecca, what a legacy you leave. Not unlike your older, wiser, more talented, and far more attractive college-bound brother. This year, we saw a lot of changes to the world around us, navigating through a very tough terrain in COVID's wake. But in all seriousness, we were truly amazing, weren't we? There were so many changes, so many things to adapt to, and, and we made it through with students, teachers, families, and as a school, together. Give yourselves a round of applause. Come on, I can't hear you. That's better. 
I do so love the sound of applause. There are other changes at SCJA as we have had to say goodbye to a few teachers and staff members making changes in their own lives. One of these is a beloved administrator, Mrs. Kelly King, our head of lower school. Here, sixth grade students, Ella Schaffer and Max Jagolinzer, give our final interview in a conversation with Kelly King. Listen for a surprise ending. T-A-L-K talk today. T-A-L-K, what do you say? T-A-L-K talk today. Let's have a conversation. Welcome to SDJA's podcast, Home Talks. My name is BK, and I teach the theater courses in the upper school that helps produce this segment. Today, we're having a conversation with Mrs. Kelly King, head of our lower school. Hello, it's so good to be here and to see my former lower school students. Hello, Mrs. King, thank you for joining us today. You bet, it's my pleasure. We would like to take a minute and talk about the elephant in the room. We know that you are retiring at the end of the school year. I sure am. Yes, after a long time in education, 35 years in education and 20 years as a school principal, I am officially retiring. We are sorry to see you go. Can we ask what brought you to this decision? Well, thanks, Max. I'm really going to be sad to leave uh, the academy. I've really enjoyed my time here. Um, A couple things affected my decision. One, my husband has already been retired for a few years, and he's eager for us to be able to go have the freedom and and have some fun to travel and do things together. Another reason is, you know, I realized that my family's kind of spread out around the country, and spending time with family, I realize, is more important. I realized that more than ever in the last year, that you never know what's coming in life, and being with family um, making time for family is a choice, and it's very, very important. And I want to be able to spend more time with my family. Where are you moving? Well, we're moving to Nashville, Tennessee, and we start driving there in a few weeks, actually, with my car full of stuff. Um, we're excited about um, moving to Nashville and seeing a different part of the country. That'll be really fun. Is there a reason you chose there? Yeah, there sure is, Max. Um, My daughter is a music publisher in Nashville. She went to school at NYU and studied music business, and she was planning, or at least she told us originally, that she was going to make her way out to Los Angeles because that's also another really good market or a good city for her to work in as a music publisher. However, when she graduated, she stopped in Nashville for a couple of years because she had a job opportunity there. We thought it would be a temporary stop, but she loves Nashville and she's going to stay there. So we're going to move there to be closer to her. Our son is also moving there this fall. I have a sister now who's in Ecuador and she's going to relocate back to the United States and she's going to move to Nashville. And my elderly father only lives about an eight hour drive away from Nashville. So I'll have a lot more time with him as well as with my brother too. So it's all about family. That's amazing. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Thank you. I'm sure you you really realize how important family is in this year, like to be around. 
Yes, absolutely, Max. No better reminder of that than what we've come through this year. Great. Let's talk about your time at SDJ. How long have you been here? I've been here for seven years. That's, uh, yeah, we were in kindergarten when you started. <laughs> yes, I believe that you guys were my first group of kindergartners. And so I got to spend all those years with you as you grew up from little guys, five-year-olds, all the way off to middle school now. So that's incredibly rewarding and exciting. And I think, in fact, I've had all of the students at SDJ up through 11th grade now. That's really crazy. What, what is the funniest thing that has happened to you at SCJ? Oh, my gosh. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of one incident. Kids are super, super funny. And I always have funny stories about the things they do and the things they say. Um, they just, kids just crack me up every day uh, with who they are and what they are. You know, the, the staff is also kind of, um, the staff at the lower school is also very fun loving. So they're up to having, gosh, lots of fun and, and just having a good time together. So I'd say, I can't really think of one thing that was particular. That I should have thought about this a little bit more before, but, you know, I describe work at the lower school as kind of fun and funny every single day because of the people who are a part of this, the kids and the teachers both. Who could ask for more than that? <laughs> That's the best working environment. Mm-hmm. What touched you the most during your time here? I think maybe two things have. One is a very fairly recent one. I was I helped to organize something that was kind of fun and special on the playground. And as I w- we were, I was walking off the playground with a group of students, a third grader ran up to me and said to me, Mrs. King, thank you for helping us to be children again. And I was like, oh my gosh, that just touched my heart so much that she said it in that way. Um, it was the best thing that anybody could have said to me all year long. It's the reason we work so hard to bring our kids back onto campus and in during a difficult time. The fact that children were being children and they could have that joy and forget the outside world a little bit uh, was like amazing, amazing. And then I think another thing that's really touched me is that in the last seven years, I have met some of the most incredible human beings that I've ever met in my entire life. And these are people, I'm thinking of parents, in fact, um, who are truly good to the core of their being and their soul. They um, are kind, they're genuine, they're loving, they're appreciative. Um, Their values are so solid. They're so warm and inclusive and welcoming. I've also been really touched by the fact that I was the first person to be an administrator at the school that's not Jewish. And I have always been very warmly welcomed. I've never felt like an outsider. Um, Everybody has loved and appreciated me for who I am. 
And when I didn't know something or I didn't understand something, I always felt comfortable to ask. And I've always felt like I'm a part of the community, um, just part of this big Jewish family. I have always felt like an insider. I've never felt like an outsider. It touches me that um, you've been touched so many times. And um, I think... I think I speak for everyone when we're when I say that we're I'm grateful for the amazing school we have. I am too, Max. I am too. Very well said. I'm I I'm amazed by out of the mouths of babes from that child on the playground. I mean that is that is really what it's about with so many so many things and responsibilities that children seem to have after school and on weekends. It's nice that they feel they are are allowed to be children. So I think that's wonderful. And I felt the same thing you have as a welcome here. So I'm really. Uh, is there anything else you would like SDGA to know, Ms. King? Um, I would like SDGA to know that they will always be a big part of me. Um, Students and families and teachers have taught me so much in these last seven years, have really helped open my heart and mind, have helped me grow stronger as a person in my um, values and the importance of living life in accordance to my values. And it's been incredible to be a part of this school and a part of a faith-based community. I never had been um, part of a faith-based school before coming here. And that's truly left a mark on me. And I will carry that um, as, as a person, as a human for the rest of my life. So thank you, SDJ, for being such an incredible teacher and educator for me, both as a person and as a professional. Well, it has been a pleasure working with you, and we hope you realize that you leave us knowing this school is a much better one because of your love for these children and their, your guidance in their education. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys inviting me onto the podcast today. Um, like before, we feel especially close to you since our sixth grade. Since our sixth grade class was the class in kindergarten when you started here, we will all miss you. I'll miss you guys too. We Bye-bye. have gathered. We have gathered some stories. Not yet. We have gathered some <laughs> stories from some of your colleagues and friends. You have. Well, this is a surprise. I didn't know about this. I'm okay, um, um, you need to share with, uh, there we go. Share a video of a funny memory or something that we have together. So I wanted to talk about um, a few years ago when you had a birthday here on campus. I think it was a big one. All of the teachers wore crowns and feather boas and we had a whole school faculty meeting that morning. So we were with the preschool and the upper school, and there was a lot of people here on campus, and all of the GMLS teachers and you walked into this meeting with boas on and crowns, and everyone probably thought that we were crazy, but um, it was so much fun, and it was a fun way to celebrate you, and I think it was a true testament to who you are that, yes, the school is about learning, but it's also a place where we should have a lot of fun. Um, And I will always, always remember that special birthday for you. 
I have a memory about Mrs. King from when she very first came here. She was a little sad because her daughter had just left for college, so she was an empty nester. And she told us, don't ask me how I'm doing because it's too hard to talk about. So I went into her office to ask, how are things going at school? But I asked, how are things going? And she thought I meant about her daughter. So after just being told not to ask her that, I asked her like a dope. But Kelly was gracious and kind in her answer, as she always is. And we're gonna miss you, Kelly. We're gonna miss your graciousness and your kindness. King, Cheryl, Rabina, um, I was asked by some of the seventh grade students to make a video, um, their remembrances or my remembrances of when they were in my class um, and they wanted to honor you. Um, I remember when we were doing persuasive writing and the children wrote all about uh, uniforms and they wanted to convince you why we shouldn't have a uniform. And then they invited you into the classroom and they presented their arguments. And uh, we had a lot of fun doing that. Um, I wish you uh, well in your future endeavors and I'm sure gonna miss you. You were an amazing mentor to me and colleague and friend and uh, best wishes in Nashville. So something worth mentioning is that Mrs. King and I are both incredibly competitive. Um, especially when it comes to silly games. So my favorite Mrs. King story is that a few years ago, we were at a conference together. And throughout this conference, there was like this scavenger hunt. Um, and at the beginning, even I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, I'm here to learn. Um, until I found out that Mrs. King was in like the top 10 of all of the thousands of participants at this conference. So then I had to really invest my time. Um, so throughout the whole conference, she and I really, in addition to learning a lot, we really spent the entire conference competing against each other in this uh, photo scavenger hunt. I'm pretty sure she beat me in that one. Um, but over the past few years, I have definitely uh, won in some baby shower and birthday party games. So Mrs. King, it has been an honor competing against you in uh, all of the silly games over the last several years. Well, Miss King, is there anything you'd like to add to the story? Well, those teachers certainly helped me remember some of the funniest moments. Absolutely. So let me just tell you that after that conference, when we did that scavenger hunt, at the conference, we brought it back to SDJA and the teachers had a scavenger hunt and we did crazy, like silly stuff. And we had to take pictures and videos of it. And for to get a thousand points, I jumped into a horse trough of water on video. And so we did, we're a crazy bunch here. I have to say, we believe in having fun at work. So some really great memories and actually a lot of funny, goofy teachers you guys got to work with too. Yeah, I have a story actually. I, I just, it's not really a story, but I just like, I really like your costumes from Porum over the years. I think they've been very fun and exciting and I think they show like your fun side and that um, um, you can uh, like, you can, you, you're really good, good at having fun and having, Help, helping other people have fun and encouraging others. That's right. Max, I remember yeah. you dressing up as Mr. Heller 
And when your eye, draw, eye dressed up as Mrs. Queen and or Shani dressed up as Mrs. King and we, we had our costumes. So we've- I remember that. Yeah, Purim's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. One of my favorite people dress up as me. Did you dress? Who dressed up as somebody's dressed up as me too? I personally, my favorite of the teachers was the dominoes one. I think it was super unique and it was really fun to just see all the teachers having fun and match. And it was really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I've really enjoyed this. Do you guys have any more questions of me today? Um, no, but thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, oh, wait, there seem to be a couple more people who would like to wish you well. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness, are all these people coming in live? <laughs> oh my goodness me, oh my goodness. See, this just goes to prove, I have no idea what's going on here at school. So many surprises. <laughs> oh, look at all these great faces. Oh it's my gosh, made, wonderful. You made quite an impression on SDJA and everyone wanted to join in and and wanted to say that you've been such an amazing presence here at school. And so we wanna just kind of give everyone an opportunity uh, to say hello um, and, and maybe wave or give a message. So I'm gonna be bouncing around on different classrooms, different teachers, and uh, we'll have them say hello. Um, I see 1A is really excited to talk to you. So let me go ahead and ask my friends to unmute. Hold on one sec. Let me ask you to unmute. <laughs> this is blowing. This is so amazing, especially because so many of us haven't been able to see each other this year. And I'm seeing all these faces I haven't seen all year. <laughs> all right, Mrs. Marks, you are unmuted. Would your class, would your class like to say hello? I love you all. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Who else would like to say hello? I see fifth grade. I see fifth grade. Let me go ahead and spotlight you as well. Here we go. Hi, fifth grade. I'm going to ask for you to unmute. Would you like to say anything? <laughs> oh, love you guys. Wonderful. So good to see you. All right. Mrs. Mandariccio, we're coming to your classroom next. Would you like to say anything? Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> so excited. Thank you, first grade. Thank you. All right, Miss Chan, I see that you have some students with you. Would you like to say anything to Mrs. King? Hi, miss you so much. Oh, I know you guys. Are you behaving yourself up there? Yeah, they're great. You did a great Very job. Much not. 
Anyone, thank you. Thank you, Jackie. Does anyone want to come back to lower school with me? Come on. Come on. Back. Me. Um, miss you guys. Thank you. All right, Mrs. Feltman's class, get ready. Wonderful. Second grade is beautiful. Awesome. Thank you, second grade. Mrs. Heidi's room, I'm coming over to you. Um, we've actually got a really quick poem, if that's okay. Absolutely. Nice and lovely. When I was young in kindergarten, I was so excited to go to your office to get a character stone. When I was young in first grade, I was so excited when you walked into our classroom carnival and you made everyone feel less dull. When I was young in second grade, you made me feel so welcome when I first came. When I was young in third grade, I was so excited when you called my name for the ice cream party. When I was young in fourth grade, I remember when you came into our Zoom and brought smiles to all of our faces. Now that we're in fifth grade, our elementary journey is over, and it's hard to believe that your principal journey here at SCJA is over too. Everything you taught us and all of our memories will always lead us around forever and ever. Yay! We love you! Thank you so much. Thank you guys. That was beautiful. I appreciate it. All right, Mrs. Rabinowitz, or I'm sorry, Hagit's classroom. Please get ready. All right, go right ahead. Oh, I muted you on accident. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not gone yet. I have a few more days. I'll see you. I'll see you. I promise. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So I think we've, um, are there any classrooms that I've missed yet? Let me go ahead and take a look. I've gotten fifth grade. I've gotten third grade. I've gotten first grade. Wonderful. Um, if anyone would like to say hello, can you either use the raise hand feature or uh, give a wave to the screen so I know you'd like a turn to say anything to Mrs. King? Anybody? <laughs> it's so great to see all these faces. These are, and I think part of them are saying, we miss you because like you said, you haven't gotten to see a lot of them. So it may be intended for future, but it's also now. Um, anyone else? Oh, we have a raised hand oh, over. Have, yeah, we have a couple, I think. I just wanted to take an opportunity to thank you. You welcomed me with open arms when I started about four years ago, and you've been a true inspiration in help me, helping me grow professionally and personally, and I am going to miss you so much. And I am so excited for your retirement and transition to Nashville and just keeping in touch on social media. <laughs> thank you. All right, Z. I just wanted to say that I really hope that you're feeling the love right now. And we thank you and are so grateful for everything that you've done to, to build GMLS and the whole school and, uh, you know, and, and what, what a legacy you're leaving. So we're wishing you all the best and just so much love from all of us. 
I am definitely feeling the love, you guys. And I'm still like <laughs> surprised. I'm like, what's going on here? So this is great. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Um, we just wanted to thank you for everything you've done for us. It's really been amazing. We'll never forget lower school because of you. You we started were, working here when we did, and like it just feels like a special connection. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Thank we you. Love you. Yeah, thank you for everything. Of course, you guys. It's like you guys just make every day, the students make every day a joy. And I miss you guys and love you too. I'm so glad to see you thriving at the upper school. That, that's a job well done. If you guys are happy and successful, then, then that's amazing. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Hi, Kelly. We're Hi, very Kelly. close to you here, but we <laughs> want to say thank you and we miss you. We, we miss love, you very much. We, we love, love you. you. We're going to miss you. It's not going to yeah. be the same around here without you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. Hi, Kelly. Um, I just want to share such a fun fact. Since you've been here, enrollment has grown 75%. And so I know we're going to continue to grow and grow, but I just want to thank you for being my partner in admissions and helping to enhance our community in so many ways. We're going to miss you. Thank you, Carrie. I couldn't ask for a better partner in the admissions department than you, so thank you. All right, in first grade, do we have one thing you'd like to say? Colt, so, oh, Colt, Sophie, and Phoebe, come on. Colt, so Sophie, say what you want to say first. Thanks for all your hard work you've done for us. Of course, Sophie. Phoebe, Phoebe. Hi, Miss Phoebe. If we haven't been to this school, we wouldn't have been so smart. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. And last one. I love you. And I love you so much. And I and I remember when I said my opinion we had to stick together and I got a kind of stung. And I liked it and then I loved you so much. <laughs> the best principal ever to me. Colt, I've loved you from day one and all of you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so sweet. All right. And um, uh, PK, is there anything else that you'd like to, to say before, before we leave? Um, I, I appreciate everyone joining us. This has been amazing. I have tears in my eyes. And I'm going to leave it to our two students who have written this interview to, say, to sign us off with goodbyes. I have one more hand raise. I'm so sorry. Okay. One Absolutely. More? Is it letting you unmute? Okay, give me one sec. Thank you for your patience. There you go. Hold on, Sebastian. There you go. Okay. Uh, so I remember from the very first time I went to school, uh, Miss King was there. And Miss King is the very reason I went to school. I, I uh, started coming to the school. My mom saw the school and she was like, Eh, maybe. And then when this uh, thing showed up, she was like, "Sebastian, you are definitely coming to this school. Your principal is like amazing. 
and it's just so hard to say goodbye. Like you were uh, like here since like kindergarten. When we were in kindergarten, you were there. You uh, when we and uh, you've been with us all the way on our journey to sixth grade. So thank you, Miss King, and I and I'm sure everyone feels the same way. And I did not write a script. This was from my head. And that's from your heart, Sebastian. Every, that's amazing. <laughs> you, you just made me have the biggest laugh and filled me up. That was so great and so from the heart. Thanks, Sebastian. All of you students, it's been such an honor and privilege to be your principal. And all of you on here, you can see why my job is so 100% amazing. Anyone who gets to like, go to work every day and be with these amazing human beings, be with these amazing kids and to be giving and receiving all this love. It's, it, it's just truly an honor and a privilege that I've had. And my seven years at SDJ have truly been some of the most meaningful years of my entire career. So I thank you guys all for the last seven years. And I thank you for today. You're all busy people. And I know you have a million things to be doing, but you stopped and you got on this Zoom to spend some time with me. Such a surprise. <laughs> thank you so much. I feel very loved as I have every day at school. Thank, thank you, Ms. King. I, I think I speak for everyone when I say that we all love and our, all love you and our school would not be the same without you. Thank you, Max. Thank you all for joining us today and making this such a special day for Mrs. King. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I will miss you all. Bye. We will all miss you, Mrs. King, and wish you the very best. Let's have one last song today. This one by our international students called Future Plan, composed by Oliver Y and Nick Y. We want good music, but we're quarantined.
that was great. Well, SCJA, we come to a close. And I know you have all been dreading this, but unfortunately, this is the last time you will hear this velvety voice on your podcast. I know it's very sad. Please grab a tissue to catch those tears. Honestly, this has been a lot of fun for me, and I've enjoyed bringing all the talent SCJA has to offer to you in this podcast. I'm told next year that there will be several hosts and some co-hosts filling the airwaves. Actually, it's because you know it will take more than one to fill my shoes, am I right? And maybe I'll even be back to guest host. Wait, what? I didn't agree to that. That was not in my contract. What? By popular demand? Oh, well then. Uh, until next time, SJ. Farewell. Oh, really? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, I'm so honored. Thank you. And a special note from PK and Tommy. We just wanted to extend a special thanks to Nathaniel for taking the time to fit the podcast host into his busy schedule. He did so on his own time, out of the goodness of his heart, and we are very grateful. We, we will, will miss, miss you very you so much, much, Nathaniel. We know that you are off to discover and study and do all kinds of bigger and better things. Just always let that fabulous voice be heard. Thank you for everything. Remember, you can listen to the podcast current and past episodes at any time. Have a great summer, SDJA. Thank you.